Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest, I just realized right this very second that I actually owe money to. I'm very sorry, Ryan McCauley. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I owe you money for the bagel for the last like two days in a row. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. But I don't know how much, so we can just make up a number. You owe me a thousand dollars for two. the bagels. Make it two thousand. Yeah, two, it was two days. Two thousand dollars. Two bagels. Because of interest. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, times are rough. Gas prices are up. Bagel prices are up. You owe me a lot of money. Today's second guest cannot stop talking for more than three seconds at a time. Andrew Heinlein. <laughs> Christopher literally was timing him before the <laughs> podcast every time Andrew would speak or say something, and it was every three seconds. I'm trying to be well-behaved for the podcast. Seven seconds. Mm, okay, so that's pretty good. That but was pretty good, yeah. He was being respectful because I was speaking. I try to be respectful. And today's third guest's toilet literally sings. My brother, Christopher Manella, goes, Aww. We're not kidding. Every time the toilet is flushed, <laughs> it does that. You made it sound like it's only my toilet. Uh, I know, but I didn't want to word our toilet, because then how do I introduce you? Well, now everybody right. thinks that you guys have, like, specific toilets in the we house, don't. like, for yourselves. Uh, the next time I catch you using my toilet, I swear. <laughs> um, we are going to... <laughs> Andrew very much wanted to say something, and he held back. <laughs> He's trying to break the record. <laughs> what did you want to say? I don't want to say it. Um, okay. <laughs> We are going to get into today's topic, but first, we're going to take a quick little break. We will be right back. And we are back. back. Okay, guys, today we're talking all about something called the winged ones. They are these weird humanoid looking creatures with wings. A lot of people say that it resembles Mothman, except there's multiple of these things and Mothman is only one. And in fact, there have been so many sightings in the last 20 years around uh, Northern California and Lake Michigan of these things that there has been a research group that has put together and compiled a list of people's stories online of people claiming to have experiences with this thing. Um, these things. These things, yes. Yeah, and they're just like these feathery, red-eyed looking things and um, that's what we're talking all about today. Do you guys uh, think that the possibility of uh, the winged ones is true? If all these people in the last 20 years claim to have seen them? Yeah, sure. I I have doubts, and I feel like it might just be like some sort of like animal that's just undiscovered. But yeah, you know, I'll believe it. All right. Isn't that like everything though? Everything could just be an animal that was undis like not discovered. Yeah, for sure. Bigfoot. Yeah. And some animals are just more scary and dangerous than others. Yeah, like we don't know all the animals at the bottom of the ocean. We definitely don't. Mm -mm. Nope. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. No way. That scares me. Anglerfish are horrifying. Just imagine when you get even further down. Yeah, that's so true. You know? Yeah. Are we ready to hear story number one? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Story number one. Why is Andrew looking at me like that? Because he's really trying to hold back from talking. Yeah, that's why. No, it's because he touched <laughs> my leg. <laughs> <laughs> In 2019, near Fresno, California, a woman whose initials are DP, she wanted to go by DP for the story, claimed that she encountered something called the winged one. What do you think this person's name is? DP. DP? D'Anthony Pinella. 
Anthony Pinella, that has to be it, you you shark. <laughs> you sneaky sneak to sneak to sneak. Can I go? I think we got him. <laughs> she was out for a hike in Sequoia Park when she came across the Boyden Caverns, which is a cave system that runs no! <laughs> that runs for miles through the park. <sighs> These caves are throwing us off. Well, this is a cavern. He might have found three stories, each with a cave. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're talking all about caves. Man. Do you guys believe in the possibility of caves? I believe in the possibility. No. Clearly not. Have you seen one? Now, normally, DP would ignore something like this and just continue (laughs) along the trail, but there was something so beautiful about the way the sun was hitting the stalagmites in the cave that she decided, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. Can we get rid of this story? <laughs> Can this we the, not hear the rest? Well, this is the fake one. I think we're done. This has to be the fake one. <laughs> so she's moving further and further into this cave, and that's when she sees something that looks like this giant black mass in the back of the cave. She can't make out exactly what it is, but as her eyes start adjusting to the dark and as she's moving closer and closer, it looks like some creature is hanging upside down. It was still barely visible in the darkness, but that's when this thing must have opened its eyes because she saw two red dots open and blink. She was so startled by this that she let out this large scream and this thing spread out its huge wings and it flew past her, only barely dodging her by moving to the side. This whole thing happened so fast, it took only a split second for the thing to fly out of the cave. She did not get a great look at it, but she just knows that it was huge and she could feel it from the huge gust of wind that hit her. She's not sure what she saw, but it was no ordinary creature. And that is the end of story number one. I'm gonna give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I like the story, honestly. I have like no feelings about like at all. I have no feelings about it. I didn't feel like anything. Andrew, Andrew has no feelings. <laughs> what? The story made me feel numb. I know it was the, very. Uh, was, I think that's an Andrew problem. <laughs> it was like a cool story. Like imagine just being there and this giant creature just like soars past you. Like it makes me think of encountering a legendary Pokemon. Like that must be an awesome experience. It didn't feel like a story about anything scary. To be honest with you, if I, that happened that to you in real life, though, like you'd be freaked out. I couldn't. Yeah, but I couldn't like put myself. Usually, I can put myself in the story, and I usually get frightened. That one did not frighten me for whatever reason <laughs> at all. That's why I have no feelings about it. I couldn't imagine myself being. I'm there. never able to put myself in it, which in is why cave? I don't get scared. In a cave, especially not a cave. Are you kidding me? How am I supposed to put myself in something that doesn't this, exist? That doesn't exist. <laughs> I've never seen. First of all, there are some pretty big bats. Yeah, it, this thing was basically a mm. bat. That's what I was getting. It was hanging upside down. It had red eyes, like that big of a bat. It's dude. Batman confirmed. But anyway, I think we're going to have to just write this off as the fake story. And that's the end of it. We're done with the podcast because we can't not choose this one. We have to choose it on principle. These yeah. aren't real. We're left with no choice. Honestly. No, this story was way too lame. Are we ready for story number two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Story number two. So this sighting occurred in late summer, early fall. In 2015, in California, at the Auburn Ravern Creek, directly behind McBean Park. Arnold and two of the guys that he worked with were testing out their new RC boats at the creek. So they were doing so, and one of the boats got stuck on the other side of the creek, and Arnold volunteered to go get it. 
He crossed a fallen log and went up a steep hill to get to the area where the boat was stuck. As he entered the shaded oak tree canopy, he noticed some red glowing slanted eyes in the tree above him. As Arnold peeked through the bushes, he saw three large human-like creatures with red glowing eyes, wings, they're all feathery, and they're perched in a circle looking at each other, making absolutely no noise at all. All three of them open their wings and fly away completely in sync. He says that they had to have been at least the size of an adult male, and he was so frightened by this that he ran down to the other two guys and he asked them if they saw what he saw flying overhead. Neither of them had been paying attention, they said. They just kind of laughed at him and made up some reasonable explanations for what he possibly saw to ease his mind, but he knows that there is no way that anything that large could move that silently. Arnold doesn't live far from the location, but he has not been back since, and it freaks him out when he thinks about it. He wonders if anyone else has ever seen these things too, and the thing that still creeps him out to this day is why they were sitting around in a circle like that. And that is the end of story number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. All right. This is the (laughs) dumbest story. One of the dumbest stories I think we've ever heard. That's the thing that got him the most was the fact that they were sitting Sitting in a circle. Sitting in a circle. Circles are so scary. Like what? That was the scariest part to you? (laughs) What were they doing? (laughs) I thought it started with red eyes being in the tree. I think they were filing their taxes together. That's my yeah, guess. Yeah, so the red slanted eyes weren't the scariest part to him. Wait, well, I thought he said he saw the led, red slanted eyes in the tree, and then he peeked through a bush, and they're sitting in a circle somewhere. That's what I said. None of that story yep. made any sense. Yeah. Nope. No, it didn't. So the boat the boat went upstream, like up a hill. Literally up a log, up a <laughs> yeah. steep hill, somehow landed all the way at the top. And he never got the boat back. He never got the boat back. Yeah, personally, I hate the story. Um, I hate it too. I think that there was just so many details that I don't think that this is the fake one. There was a lot of things that didn't even really make any sense. This um, this almost feels like someone's trying to tell their actual story and you'll never understand their true story because you have no idea what the park looks like. And they are absolutely horrible at describing it. Okay. Are we ready to move on to our mini game? Yeah. Yep. All yeah. right. Everyone, hold up a hand of five fingers. We're playing Never Have I Ever. Oh. Oh gosh! Okay, right. We're gonna see who uh, who lasts the longest, and um, yeah. All right. Number one. <clears throat> Never have I ever seen a UFO. Uh, wait, oh, wait, I have. I, wait, I put it down if I have seen one. Yes, you put a finger down if you have seen it, and you, all sure your fingers go down, then you lose. Okay, so I'm pretty confident in that. I'm pretty confident I've seen one too. Nope. I wa- I wish I did, but honestly, I don't think I ever have. Okay, so that's three three of us put a finger down. That was a very scary experience for me because you told you I called, called me. You, and you were like, Anthony, it's following me. <laughs> no, it's following it, which was even scarier. I was on the highway. And, it, and then it disappeared. I was like, oh, thank God it's gone. And I'm talking like 40 minutes later. I'm like, no way. It's there again. Really? It couldn't have just been a light. Like when was this? Was this, this recent? Was maybe a year ago? A oh, year okay. and a half yeah, ago? Yeah, it was not long ago. You know, every time I walk out of Anthony's house at like 2 a.m., like, I look at the sky and think, is this the moment where I'm going to see a <laughs> UFO? Because, like, this would be the moment. And I look up and I Nothing. don't see anything. Never have I ever been to a notoriously haunted location. I have to put a finger down. Man, I'm just boring. Pizza Hut? Yeah. Uh, I've unfortunately oh. gone to places that people claim. I mean, I haven't are. gone there since I knew it was haunted. Like, I went to that Pizza Hut before. I don't think that counts then. 
yeah, going there knowing it's haunted. I went in looking for ghosts, and I also went to like, yeah, well, uh, that's for sorry for another time. I come I to went your to a house. Places. Is that right? <laughs> I do think my house is slightly haunted, so sure. Slightly. Oh, I'm just gonna keep I've five fingers I've never gone out of my way to yeah, go same. to a haunted place, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. I feel like that is the question. And that is I have kind it. of the question, and I have a multiple accounts. Okay, never have I ever felt like I was being watched by something. 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 Something creepy. Something paranormal. I feel like I'm being watched a lot, and you know that feeling when like you <laughs> feel like you're being watched, and you get like the chills almost, like you. Yes. Like just like this rush through your you're body. Like, There's totally something here with me. I feel like that confirms there is something watching you, you know, and I get that like a lot. I feel like this is a tough question. Have I ever been paranoid? Yeah. Well, like, I, I don't, like, do I genuinely think something's watching me, or do I just get, like, spooked? Because, like, I played, like, spooky games, and I'm like, all right, I, like, I think, look over my shoulder to make sure something's not watching me. I think based on the one story you told me where Jess said, do you see that face? I think you have to put a finger down. I mm-hmm. hate I hate that story. <laughs> Christopher? Yeah. You feel like you've been watched? All the time. <laughs> oh, that's just me. Sorry. Okay. Um, never have I ever experienced something unexplainable. You know, the other day I threw my phone on the couch and it landed on its side. Put a finger down. Put a freaking <laughs> finger down. What the heck? <laughs> that is unexplainable. unexplainable. I wanted the worst part about it was I wanted to take a picture to prove it. But, you, but it was phone phone. Phone. your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's tough. I, I totally have. That's li- I literally have put four what? of my fingers down already. <laughs> what was it? Um, like I the things that have happened to me in my room where I've seen things, I've been touched by things. I can't explain that. Oh. Okay, so we all put a finger down that one. I would, yeah. I would just assume. I, I I don't know for certain, but I would assume. All right. Never have I ever tried to hunt a cryptid of some kind. <laughs> no. Yeah, me Absolutely neither. not. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, this isn't something that I just go out doing. Um, but you know what? For those out there who do, I respect it. Never have I ever seen a dead body in real life. Dang it. That's I mean, my last finger. Uh, come on. Come on. Funerals do not count. Funerals don't count? But oh. I've, I've seen one o- other than funerals. Where? On the side of the road. Oh. Really? Yeah. I was with Seth. Why does everything with you happen <laughs> when you're with Seth? Why are you with all of us? I, yeah, his toe was there too. So he, did you see it? I didn't look at it. Oh, okay. What happened? <laughs> Tell me the story. No, we just drove past it. it. We literally were out pumpkin picking, and on our way back, uh, there was literally a dead body sitting in the road. You sure it was dead? I guess oh, we it was definitely dead. Oh. They were, like, covering it, putting it away. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few. Well, well, yeah. I don't think so. So I'm I'm out. Um, <laughs> yeah, a few. <laughs> I'm going to win. For audio listeners, I'm out. Christopher has one finger left. Andrew's one finger left. Ryan has three. Never wow. have I ever tried to communicate with a ghost. Absolutely not. Absolutely I think so. have I never, and I never will. Seance, Ouija board, etc. Oh, no, no. No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's something that I don't mess with either. Um, <laughs> Maybe verbally every once in a while so they know that I'm respecting their <laughs> space. Right, <laughs> same. Agreed. Never have I ever cried from a horror movie. Andrew put his What's last wrong finger with down. That? What's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no. Like, no you, one said anything but, was wrong with did, that. Did you cry because like the movie was sad or because you were scared? Either way, it's fine. I'm just curious. I don't curious. cry from sad movies. How? All right, have so- you seen like <laughs> Soul or Inside Out? Yeah, so soul. And you didn't cry. I cried a cocoa. If it makes you feel I like, cried a cocoa. I, I don't cry at movies either. I mean, like, I feel How? like I can, I feel like I could cry. You know what I mean? Like, like, I definitely feel the emotion and feel like I could cry, but I just, like, don't cry. I don't know if I've cried during a horror movie, but mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling that I probably have. Not because, I think, because I was embarrassed that I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Andrew's out. 
Ryan still has three. Epitope still has one. I win. Never have I ever been so scared that I slept with my lights on. Come on. I still do that. <laughs> nah, I've done that. I yeah. sleep with my lights on every night. All right. So to- Tope is out. Ryan has two fingers left, but there's only one scenario left. So oh, I, I just survived. So Ryan does win, but the last one, Ryan, <laughs> never have I ever tried to recreate an urban legend, for example, Bloody Mary. Have we ever recreated an urban legend for Cult of 35? Plenty of, plenty of times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I lose that. But uh, yeah, the actual ones like that, like on my own, just casually, no. No, I'm not yeah. stupid. Why, yeah, why yeah, test what? the waters? I pretended to when I was younger. Like me and Alec were like, oh, let's try Bloody Mary. We went in the bathroom separately and like went in there and quote unquote did it. But then like, I don't think either of us actually <laughs> tried it. We were too, we're scared. too scared. We were children. We just lied to I each other. I was scared doing Bloody Mario. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah. That bit, that bit is that so, was so good. So funny because like a bunch of stuff started happening. Remember? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When we were doing that, literally lights started flickering Light and stuff. Was flickering. Something else happened yeah, too. That was scary. We heard noises. There's a behind the scenes. Yep. We have it on YouTube. Yeah, we have it caught on wow. camera. Well, I don't know about caught, but our reaction. Oh, happen. you're right. You're right. Anyway, we are going to take a quick little break, and afterwards, we're going to jump into story number three. We will be right back, and we are back. All right, guys, we ready to hear story number three? Story number three? Story number three. Story number three. Yeah. You didn't say it. <laughs> story number three. Story number three. Story number three. Story number, number three. 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 This mm-hmm. T- mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this takes place in Northern California in 2015. Around Sacramento. Whoa, wait a minute. We got two 2015s. Two 2015s and two Northern Californias. Yeah. That's weird. All three are California. That's weird. Katie was over at a friend's house. They were having a party, and they decided that Katie would be the one driving them home that night. Fast forward to the end of the night. It's around midnight. Katie's driving them home, and they're taking some back roads out to the freeway. The whole time that they were on the road... They did not see a single other car, which is kind of weird because usually you see at least one or two from people out and about or working night shifts and whatnot. The road she's on is relatively straight and she can see out in the distance pretty far, but there's a little hump in the road. And as she's coming over this hump, she starts to see something about a quarter mile out in the distance laying in the middle of the road. It was a pretty large size and it looked maybe like a gray tarp or a really large plastic bag or something that someone lost while they were driving. But she wasn't too concerned about it because there was enough room on the shoulder to just go around it. So she just veers off. As she began to pass the object, going only about 25 miles an hour to be cautious, something unexplainable happened. This thing quickly stood up. It was about eight to nine feet tall. This thing spread its huge wings out about 15 to 20 feet wide, and it very quickly flew over the car. It flew so close to the windshield, only about two feet away, that Katie and all of her friends were able to get a really, really good look at it. And just before it flew out of sight, it turned its head and looked right at Katie. This thing made direct eye contact with her. It had these red glowing eyes. It had a weird beak, almost like an owl for a mouth. They all screamed. Katie slammed on the brakes and none of them have any idea what that was or what happened to them. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. It's weird that in describing the beak, it's like almost like an owl as if like no other bird has a beak. Yeah. Well, 
An owl's beak is like way different than like other beaks. That's true. It's like a tiny little like. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of cool though. It makes me think of like uh, if anyone's seen Avatar: The Last Airbender when they were in the uh, the library underground and there was like the big owl spirit. Nope. No. God, you guys are just so. Uncultured. I don't watch anime. Sorry. It's technically it's not, not an anime. anime, but it is an anime. <laughs> it's like not, but it is. It's more of a cartoon, right? Yeah. yeah. It's cartoon. an anime-inspired cartoon. Yeah. Like Teen Titans. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels in this story that got me questioning it, but that's literally the only thing that I find believable at this story. Um. Yeah, okay. So this story takes place in 2015. Story number two takes place in 2015. <laughs> yeah. And story number two, I'm more likely to believe as a real story. Right. Um... There's some other things Unless about he's a genius. Yeah, um, Northern California was that story one? That was story first one. one is Fresno. Yeah, first one is Fresno. The second one is just California, Auburn, Ravern Creek, and the third one is Sacramento. So this story said Sacramento, but it didn't say any other specific places. You know what I mean? Like that's true. Story one had that like very specific like mountain range or whatever wherever right. they were the cave thing, and then story two had like that specific park. But this one didn't have anything. She was just driving. Isn't Sacramento like fairly like urban? Like yeah. it's like I very so. odd how this thing was like massive in the middle of the street and she was able to go around it. There was no one else on the road. Just happened to be no one else. Seems very situational. Mm. But I'll be honest, I don't trust DP. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna recap all three. <laughs> so Story number one, a woman named DP was walking through Sequoia Park. She found some caves. She's walking through there and she sees a black mass at the back of the cave. It seems to be hanging upside down. It opens its eyes and it flies right past her. Story number two, Arnold and a couple of friends are playing at a creek with their RC boats. One of the boats gets stuck on the other side. Arnold goes to get it. While he's over there, he sees three human-like, very large creatures with red eyes perched together, looking at each other in the tree and then they fly away. Were they in the tree? They were in the tree. And then story number three, Katie and her friends are at a party. She's driving them home on the way back. They see something in the middle of the road. She tries to just slowly go around it, but this thing gets up, looks right at them, flies away. Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. How do you sit in a circle in a tree? Well, they, they it depends all- on how the branches are positioned. They were perched that way. That's, I don't, that doesn't I don't, really answer your question. I don't even want to entertain story two. We're not picking it. I mean, my... (laughs) (laughs) I would agree with that. I'm not confident in anything, so I feel comfortable enough to pick either one or three. But my other... I really really felt no no kind of... Literally no emotion towards story one. At all. I hated the story, and I think it was... DP was being a drama queen and exaggerating. Story one didn't really have a lot of details, when you think about it. It had the details of the whole cave thing and the name of it, but... Other than that, she just walks into the cave, sees this bat-looking, like, creature, and it has red eyes, and that's literally it. Like, it has red eyes, and it flies, and it is big. That's all the details there is. Story number three had the whole, like, her and her friends are leaving from a party. They're on this highway. It was very specific to say that, like, oh, it was so strange that there were no other cars on the road. And then they described the thing laying in the road as, like, a plastic bag. It was a lot more specific details, which... Makes you lean towards one or three. It's, I don't know. Because they can go either way. He could have put in... Let's just say we're we're definitely between one and three here. Yeah. Well, I think the, knowing the information that there was some, like, research group going out and, like, literally collected all these stories, like, it makes me lean towards three more than one because one sounds like a story that, like, this research group is, like, telling for DP. Hmm. 
I don't know. I'm comfortable going with three. I, I feel like I'm leaning towards three. Like initially, I was like, yeah, I'm. It's probably one, but after hearing three, I kind of feel like I want to go three. Okay. That's do you, it. That's do you think that it's three? I don't know. I would pick one, but I don't really you care. You pick one? Yeah. What, why one? I'm willing to be persuaded, so like. I'm very willing, also. DP is my reasoning. DP. It's re- it's really not that D- the sun was hitting Let's the stalagmites. No DP. Story three. Which one was that? Story one. I'm not, I don't think I'm willing to pick number one based on the stalagmite, the way the sun was hitting the stalagmites. <laughs> but my problem though is I if I guess we don't know if this was taken from the research thing. We don't know that, right? No. Because if that was in, that would not be written in the research papers, you know, the sure. way that story is told. And I don't know if it would say that like Katie and her friend were coming from, Katie was driving her friends home from a party. I don't think they would care about that detail either. I don't know. I, I'm comfortable with three. I'll let you guys discuss. Can you read that sentence one more time about the stalagmites? But something about the way the sun was hitting the stalagmites around sunset. Ugh, beautiful. It caught her attention that day. Isn't there like a... Now, nah, I, I never read Twilight, but isn't there it's a line... Like Twilight to me. Isn't there a line in Twilight where they say something about the sun glistening off of his abs? His face. Oh, his face. <laughs> abs. <laughs> he he steps out in the sun and lifts his shirt. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. So you guys want to pick story three? I don't know, cause yeah, that stalagmite thing is a very uh. I'm comfortable with picking three. If I had to put it, uh, 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 I would pick three now. If I pick, if I was gonna pick something, I would pick three. What made you change? I looked up what stalagmites meant, <laughs> and that made you change. And now that I know what that it is, yeah, it Why? changes everything. Because all stalagmites are awesome. <laughs> and they look cool in the sunlight. <laughs> I probably would go in the cave too. You found that from looking it up? If it existed. You yeah. looked up stalagmites and it specifically said they look cool in the sunlight? No, in a cave. I pictures. looked up images of stalagmites. And it showed like sunlight hitting them? Yeah. What right. do you think? I don't three? care. Three. Three? Three. You going with three? Do the honors. Anthony, we are locking in story number three as the fake story. You guys are locking in story number three? Oh, yeah. He just did, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he did. It is not story number three. Yeah, it's story number one. It's story one? It is story number one. <sighs> he got us at the cave. Knew it. Got us. <laughs> <laughs> I, almost, I almost brought us back. Almost. And you guys were like, Tove, why is it story one? And I just couldn't explain. <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, we gave you a solid mm. shot. I, had to a, I just had the one. gut feeling sometimes, and I just can't explain why. I felt nothing towards story one. It was very 50-50. Did this episode uh, convince you guys that the winged ones are real? No. I want to believe it. No, no, it didn't It didn't convince me at all. I want to believe it too. Yeah, I think the stories did not convince me. Story number one did the best shot of convincing me, and that was a fake story. <laughs> but like, stories number two and three, no, awful. Awful stories, but I would like to believe it because I think it's cool. I'm in the same boat. Anyway, thank you guys for playing. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you're listening wherever you get your podcast, make sure to give it a rate and review. It really, really helps us out. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free. If you're watching the video version, then make sure to give us a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new episodes. Follow us on Instagram at Call235 and on TikTok at RealCall235 for some extra bonus content. And that is about it. Thank you guys again so much for watching. We'll see you guys again next week with a brand new episode. Bye, guys.